Welcome to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Over the next hour, you will learn how to open, free your mind, and overcome the toughest challenges life throws your way on your path to achieving Zen. Now, here is your host, Hitomi. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. This is Hitomi. Thank you for joining Let's Open the Box of Zen. Nintai. Gaman, patience. Today, my awesome friend is here with me. Her name is Carolina. Um, her last name, let me try my best, Guterres. She's a physical therapist of 27 years, specializes in expert level of myofascial release approach and health coaching. Joe Huban's myofascial release is very unique and powerful therapy, which requires a lot of patience. I am so looking forward to hearing Karina's story of patience today, who has been practicing patience over two decades. Let's open the box of Zen. Hi, Carolina. Hi, Hitomi. How are you? I am good. Thank you for joining us today. I'm so excited. Oh, no. Yes, um, I am as well. <laughs> thank you. I told the listeners that you are my friend, an instructor of John F. Burns Myofascial Release, a physical therapist, mm-hmm. and we exchange myofascial release therapy. Yes, you are my exchange buddy, which is super awesome because you're so good. Thank I know you. I overdue right now so we need to schedule one so um talking about myofascial release nowadays it's rather popular term isn't it like many people talks about fascia and fascia release um there are so many products etc etc but what do you do as a myofascial release therapist and also teacher instructor and what is fascia maybe um, mm-hmm. a little bit more about yourself, if you can. Okay. Yes, of course you can. I'm a physical therapist. I have been a physical therapist uh, for over 27 years now. Wow. So I graduated in my country. I was born in Colombia, South America. I had an early encounter with holistic treatments as a physical therapist. I've always been attracted to them. Uh, probably because my parents, they both are doctors, and my father also had this inclination for holistic treatment. So to me, it was the, the true healing. I had an, an early encounter with holistic treatments, myofascial release, but with a different person than John Barnes a long time ago. The technique was very similar. Always use cross fingers, no hands, but also we had to wait for releases and was combined with microcurrents and craniosacral therapy. Mm-hmm. The craniosacral part of that technique is about the same mm-hmm. that John uses in his technique. So mm-hmm. I had this early encounter with this type of therapy and always had had very good results with my patients, probably because I always have considered not only the body, but the body, mind, spirit unit in every one of us. 
Mm -hmm. So that's why it was by coincidence that I got to know about John Barnes. I found an article in a work bathroom in a place that I used to be physical therapist. It was about SCAR and how they affect us and how they were treated with the John Barnes technique. Mm -hmm. So I asked the therapist that had left that article and she said, oh, nothing different than what we do. And I was like, oh, this is completely different to what we are trained on. So I started looking online for John and it was very, it impacted me. It resonated with me so much that I didn't even have read anything on the website. I only saw his picture there next to the myofascial list logo. And I felt this connection with him. It's like, that's it. This is what I've been looking for. So all I did, I didn't read too much about my fashion release on his website. Nothing. I just looked into the calendar for seminars and signed up for the first seminar that was close to me. Wow. That was in 2008. Since then, since the first seminar that was MFR1, I started using my fashion. I started doing like kind of a artisan research for myself. I took, I said, the next two patients that I will take, that I will evaluate after the seminar, starting next week, I'm going to do only my fashion list to them. And we'll see what is the difference mm. with the regular treatment. And those patients did so well. And they were pre-open, like, you know, when the universe works, <laughs> they left like feeling so much better. Even one of the first two, she had cancer in her bones. And I saw her probably for two months. Towards the end of those two months, uh, she claimed that because of my fashion list, she was cancer free. That what? was claim because her results, she's been... She had had it for five years. She had had so many surgeries, but she uh, had to go every three months for scans and the blood work. And when we were finishing, she had her follow-up and everything came uh, cancer-free. And she said, this is the only different thing that I have done since the last, last follow-up. So it's because of this that I'm cancer-free. Is what she claimed. I was like, okay, this is a sign for me that this is what I need to continue doing in life. Wow, what an impact. I mean, how you found him was you didn't even read. You didn't have to read. You like, uh, it just, it's for you. <laughs> Take it or not. And yeah. then the very first two patients actually <laughs> became cancer-free. That is just amazing. So, okay. Um, many listeners probably don't really know fascia. Maybe they heard many times since interstitium, the fascia was a big news, uh, what's it, 2018, I believe, like a March springtime. But what is fascia? Okay. Fascia is a 3D connective uh, tissue. It's tough connected tissue that we have that it spreads out from head to toes and uh, without any interruption 
that is the best definition that we can find on books. But I can tell you also what has been found on different types of research mm -hmm. about fashion. Mm -hmm. It is the network communication in between every single cell in the body. Mm -hmm. It's how they communicate. Mm -hmm. So that's why this approach is a whole body thing. Something that happens here mm -hmm. can result in a problem on my feet. Mm -hmm. So this is the network communication of the cells. Also, I can tell you uh, this research is not published yet, but it's on the final phase. It's a group of fascia researchers that have been doing their research with the embryology. What they have found is when the fetus, the baby, the mm -hmm. embryo mm -hmm. starts forming in the womb, mm -hmm. everything is fascia at the beginning. What? And, uh -huh, and then as it develops, Every cell, um, every cell starts specializing. So the cells, the, the parts that are supposed to be muscles at the time that the muscles developed, start forming out of fascia myocytes, which are the little cells that start the muscles. Same thing with the bones. Uh -huh. Then the mineralized fascia, uh -huh. then the nerves and organs and so on so at the beginning we are all fascia wow. so then it brought to me the words that john barnes he says on the seminars mm -hmm. he says there is no social thing as a muscle everything is fascia in the body mm -hmm. everything is fascia and this group of embryologists mm -hmm. have been researching on that and then they are on the final phase of the research to mm -hmm. be published Wow. Well, I can find online if you try to keyword with fascia in. There is a website mm. that is called Fascia Hub, H-U-B. Okay. They have been giving speeches there. We have taken training seminars. Mm -hmm. They are with them. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the anatomist. They have been showing how as they dissect the body, mm -hmm. they do fresh dissections. They keep the cadaver in a way that they preserve the tissue quality. So they've been doing all these dissections and they have shown how it does not stop. It's not the muscles start here and then ends here. No, it continues. It has a continuum it's one tissue with different specializations that is it goes hand to hand with what the embryologists are claiming mm. and then you can see that on the labs it's like nobody telling you it's like you see it as they do the dissections and you can go for live labs also and do the dissection with them wow so it is very, very interesting and fascinating. That's why we said like a, researching is now catching up with John because it's what John has been saying for decades. Yes. Yeah. This that he knew intuitively that he canalized from the universe is what the research is proving now. Mm -hmm. But it took decades for mm -hmm. them to catch up with what he'd been saying and 
what the principles of manufacturing are to or he had to develop all this amazing technique mm -hmm. so what is the myofascial release john f barnes approaches you know there are so many products nowadays um <laughs> yeah, like, you might have to bring an example fascia blaster was a big hit once and i mean market creates different products yes since we had this research from the columbia university that was is talking about the new organ that they found the biggest organ in the body which is fascia and they are not even close to the magnitude of what fascia in reality is uh but it it has it has been a boom like you said nowadays uh, like everybody talk not everybody but many many people talks about my facial ease and this and that and all the products that hand came up on the market claiming oh, it, yes. they are effective on the fashion but let's start with what is my facial ease yes uh, i'll talk specifically about john barnes yes yes approach to my yes. facial release the my facial release approach as John created, is, is a whole body approach that contemplates the human as a whole body, mind, and spirit. It is defined as gentle application of sustained pressure into the fascial restrictions, where time is an essential part. Because as we combine the time that we wait there for the releases to occur combined with the low load the sustained pressure results in a piezoelectric phenomenon that is the fascia which is a viscoelastic medium elongates we wait there for the fascia to elongate mm -hmm. that is important to keep in mind we wait there applying low pressure for the fascia to elongate. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it has three, it's a triad of things. We have the structural releases where we directly apply the pressure over or around the restrictions. Mm -hmm. Then we have the rebounding part, which is also a gentle pressure, but applied differently. We apply it trying to like in rocking mm -hmm. movements, Mm -hmm. and different parts of the body or the whole body mm -hmm. trying to create a wave with mm -hmm. the fluids that we know is most of the content of the body are the fluids we use different rhythms and mm -hmm. speeds to apply this gentle pressure mm -hmm. which allows the person to lose control mm -hmm. of it for most of us it's very difficult to let go of control mm -hmm. so as we do that they don't know if we are gonna do it faster slower keep the pace so they cannot control the movement they have to let us to apply that it puts the body kind of in chaos which mm -hmm. will lead to a reorganization mm -hmm. that in a certain way disorganizing things that are not working well and having them to reorganize will help to reorganize Mm. are working better mm. with that and then we have the unwinding it's kind of an involuntary movement that releases not only the physical restrictions but also the perpetuated holding patterns or bracing patterns and also unresolved emotions or 
mental concepts that are no longer relevant for us, that I be are outdated. So it makes us to, and that might be holding us from progress. Mm-hmm. So quite unwinding is, is the body or the fascia mm-hmm. tries to go back mm-hmm. to the position of trauma or goes back to the time of the trauma. And mm-hmm. as we revisit that, we can see it as the person that we are now. Mm-hmm. Not a little kid that was abused. Not the person that was so mad who was fighting with the couple or the parents. Mm-hmm. We get to see it as the person that wants to heal. So mm-hmm. when we go back, if we revisit that, and it is healed. It is resignify those things that had happened to us and see it from a different perspective. No, the victim, no, the trauma at the moment, all that. It's a little bit difficult to explain the unwinding part of this. It has to do mostly with emotional trauma that is causing physical restrictions or physical pain. But as we go back, and sometimes we don't even see the memories. We don't know what it is, but we feel like something that have been that we've been holding for a long time just leave the body. So are you saying that the fascia, those cells are capturing the memory and emotion? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. This has been proved and showed in psychiatric research and psychological research Mm -hmm. are the ones that talk about the memories and the emotional trauma being stored in the body and causing physical pain later on. Mm -hmm. That's that's why this is like the missing link Mm -hmm. on the healthcare because it is acknowledged Mm -hmm. and and we work on that, Mm -hmm. the emotional and the physical part. Very good source for this topic is The Field, the mm-hmm. book. Yes. Taggart, he mm-hmm. talks about that, how we store the memories in the body. Stay tuned. Let's open that box of Zen. Thank you. See you soon. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. We often hear the word Zen, but what exactly is Zen? The answer is as endless as a bottomless box. The base of a Zen philosophy is a mind capable of fresh thinking, one that is free, not trapped. Tune in to Let's Open the Box of Zen with your host, Hitomi, to explore how to let go of life's toughest challenges and find your Zen. Let's open the box of Zen Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. Welcome back to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Have a question for Hitomi or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. 
That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. And they have looked for what tissue specifically stores the memory mm-hmm. and the trauma, and it is fascia. Genie on your genes mm-hmm. also touches that topic at, at one part. And many, many writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a good YouTube documentary made in Germany, but there are many fascia top researchers on the documentary, and they tested, yes. They proved the fascia can capture the memory. Emotion and physical body is really connected. We absorb and store, right? Like I can even think like when we are stressed, the stomach gets achy. Yeah. So by the gentle sustained pressure or um, rocking motion or would release not just the fascia restrictions, but the emotions. Which yeah, works. the emotions that we have fixed there that is causing the restriction, that are causing the restriction, are released as well. So what do you think it is most important thing for the myofascial release treatment compared to other, you know, nowadays um, everybody wants a speedy resolution, like uh, three minutes, then you lose weight. There are so, uh, modern society is just pushing us to Let me answer your question about the devices that claim to work on fascia. Since they, they apply as soon, that's why I said, it's very important that we keep in mind the low load. You have asked me, how these devices that claim like the fascia blaster and all that, if they can do the same thing or they are really effective Mm -hmm. on the fascia. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, They kind of mobilize the fascia, but they uh, force the fascia. They Mm -hmm. apply certain force into it. Have you seen the fascia blaster? How it Mm -hmm. kind of hammer the Mm -hmm. Yeah, they bruise. Many Mm -hmm. people claim it's like a bruise. So the thing with that is it increases pain. As it increases pain, it creates new inflammatory cycles. Mm -hmm. So it might be work a little bit of the restriction Mm -hmm. with the mobilization that it does. Mm -hmm. But at the end, it has very limited results. It doesn't work in the body. Mm -hmm. Like how is the fascia blaster to help me or you or anybody on the planet Earth to release the emotional part? that I have the component of that pain, mm-hmm. whatever could happen to me in the past. It's not going to, it's just a physical thing. It's a mechanical thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't have any type of energy exchange as we do, as we treat patients mm-hmm. or anything. Doesn't hold any space. It wants to release it now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Forcing mm-hmm. the fascia. We wait for the fascia to elongate. This mm. is forcing the fascia, hoping to get some more mm-hmm. uh, flexibility or more playability out of it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when the difference is. Mm. Energy, exchange, contribution, contemplating the emotional part of the trauma and the pain, mm-hmm. and waiting, mm-hmm. waiting, waiting patiently there mm. for the release to happen. Mm. So patience is a very important part of this therapy. It is. It is because we don't force, we wait. Mm -hmm. We wait for the fascia Mm -hmm. to release. We Mm -hmm. said at least 
five minutes on every release. The mm -hmm. body might take longer than mm -hmm. five minutes. It mm -hmm. might sometimes it takes 10, 12, mm -hmm. 15 minutes. Sometimes you need to let go, move somewhere else, and come back mm -hmm. for, for that release to mm -hmm. happen. As we are saying, it has an emotional component. So sometimes the person is not ready to let go, mm -hmm. even if they want to. Mm -hmm. so, and this is a process. Mm -hmm. The body doesn't get restricted or at least make the person to come looking for help mm -hmm. at first. It takes time for them to feel restricted, to feel pain, to feel that they need help. Mm -hmm. It happens in certain amount of time. So mm -hmm. it doesn't revert at once from day night to day. Mm -hmm. It's a process. So mm -hmm. um, we also have to be patient. Sometimes uh, I can be doing what I know the best that I can as a therapist, but mm -hmm. the person on the other side, mm -hmm. the, whoever is on the patient side, mm -hmm. is not ready yet. And it's going to be a process for that person to be ready. Mm -hmm. so I cannot make it happen either. If mm -hmm. I can force mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. The best I can do is be patient mm -hmm. and hold space for them. Try to be the best healing facilitator that mm -hmm. I can. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I am a therapist too, and I feel this society is kind of make us numb to feel our body almost like uh, cutting the relation. Even your body is saying something, try to not to listen rather than take it. I feel like many people lost the connection. If you have a pain, put the painkillers instead of the body is saying something to you, like, come on, paying attention, but you rather... Just put a band-aid on. Yes. Having pain, let me take the pill. Do not look for what is causing me the pain. Mm -hmm. No, just I don't want to feel the pain. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the medicine nowadays, just certain symptoms. It's a totally opposite of patience. To feel your body, you really have to go into ourselves, isn't it? Calm, meditate, not rush. And ooh, there is a sensation here or there, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, yeah. With your experience, how long would it take if someone in a state who totally lost, maybe taking so many medications or any trauma that don't want to feel what is happening to your body. So instead trying to block numb. So how long would it take for those people to finally feel the body? The first step, feel the body, acknowledge it. And instead of fighting, open up to you and finally let go. How long does it take? What kind of patience you're talking about? Well, it, it depends on the person. And it yeah. also depends on what part of their journey they are. Sometimes they, they just get to the point that fix me. <laughs> they are not even connected yet. They are just starting to feel <laughs> and, they are getting, and, and they are getting tired of doing things. 
So they want somebody else to fix them. So they come in that stage sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they, some of them come and they realize it's going to be my work. She's going to help me, but it's my work and they are willing to do it. I don't want to do it. Mm -mm. Some of them realize it's going to be my work. They said, okay, thank you, but uh, uh, whatever. They make all kinds of excuses. Some of them are more honest than others. Some of them say like, I think I'm not ready for this yet. Mm. Uh, I don't want to put all this effort. I don't have the time. I don't have the patience mm. to do all this work. I'll try something easier for now. In case it doesn't work, I'll come back. And some of them come back. Some other people is like, oh, no, uh, I, I, I cannot take it. Uh, then they try, some others try to put it on you. Like, oh, no, it didn't help me. Mm. but once the ones that land on time and then realize I have to feel my body or they have already have that connection mm. which is most of my patients to be honest minimum percentage are those that haven't been connected yet some of them want the true connection and that's why they come and they are successful even if that is if it is little by little they do it and they see the results and they they become patients for a lifetime because then they they realize how this works in reality is not just to fix the problem or take care of the little pain that I'm having or the big pain that I'm having. Mm -hmm. So how powerful it is and they want to come. They want to use it as a lifestyle to deal with the everyday life that mm -hmm. we all have. Mm -hmm. um, some other people, which I, I was telling you is majority of my patients, thanks God, there's people that had already a connection with the body and mm -hmm. have realized mm -hmm. that they need this type of work mm -hmm. to help them on the healing process. And by healing is not only healing my pain, healing my posture. This is only a part of it. The healing journey, which is life, I will say. Yes. Well, with my experience, who had some traumatic event, like cancer is one of the things, life-threatening situation, realize this is my body. This is, I have to take care. Nobody else is going to fix me. Isn't that they have this realization or awakening? Either they are healthy, naturally, and organically, because since they were born, I will say, mm. some of them, I'm so no, so the rest of the people has have a wake up call mm. somehow, mm. a pain that didn't let them move for mm. a while, mm. that make them bring the attention to the body. They didn't have other option. It's mm. another big mass out there when they realize they connect with the body that they can deal better with cancer and all that many times heal the cancer as they connect to the body. I'm not saying only to this work is not what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Either treatment option that they pick, but as they connect with the body, they realize they can deal with the illness much better with any type of illness. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. Majority of people has have a wake up call. Mm -hmm. that makes them connect and don't leave any other option for them other than connect mm -hmm. how about the children kids are they natural children oh my god patients <laughs> they are so it comes so natural to them like all they need to feel is your energy 
Uh-huh. Sometimes you don't need to even touch them. Just working off the body with them. Uh-huh. Energetic field. Mm-hmm. They love it. They mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. I had the other day, um, I had some people visiting. It was not even a patient. And the little girl, she's around 12. We came to uh, to my office looking for something. So she asked me, what, what do you do? So I was kind of explaining in simple words, you no, know, making it very complicated. And she's, can I try it? Oh. And I said, like, of course, get on the table. So she got on the table and I did something simple. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what I did, but mm-hmm. a simple release. And then I was going to take my hands off thinking one release. And she grabbed my hand and put it on her again. Oh. So I continued for a little while, gave her a treatment. Uh-huh. 15, 20 minutes. And I said, okay, let's go. They are waiting for us because they were visiting yes. so out there as a living room. She goes, mom, I can tell you what she does is so healing. I even feel more calm. I think this will help me with my anxiety. Oh. Mm-hmm. She was having like anxiety attacks. Like oh. We were not doing it for anxiety. She was not uh, we were not doing it for anything. She said, yeah. can I try it? So I had no expectations about it. I was just giving her the feeling of what I do. And I didn't know at the moment she was having anxiety. So mm-hmm. it was not in my mind at any mm-hmm. moment. When mm-hmm. we got out and she told the mom, then the mom told mm-hmm. me. Then is when I, I got that information. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, Wow. Yeah. But they are very intuitive because they are so wise in their open in, uh-huh, and open to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Why we lose that as we age? How do we lose that beautiful healing? Because we start living more up here and Just less up here. We start thinking hard. more and feeling less. Yes. So are we numb. That I think that's when we lose the connection. We not only lose the connection to the body, we lose the connection to out yes. there, our yes. source. Yes. Uh-huh. Because yes. we live up yes. here. Yes. Big head. Thinking right. that we know better, but <laughs> we are safer if we live up here, if we rationalize everything. And then it's when we don't feel, because if you feel you lose. Mm-hmm. So just the head is working. The brain's always working, working instead of the feeling. Like the kid of the future. (laughs) (laughs) So um, did you have the patience before you started doing Brown's approach? You were a physical therapist before then. I I will say I was patient, Mm -hmm. but not enough. Mm. as a physical therapist yes we are trained that this is a process is mm. what we are gonna go through with the patient is a process but we also have all these ego which lives here call it fear or ego like i need to be the best therapist if this patient doesn't get better but this time i'm not a good therapist everybody's gonna think i'm not a good therapist all that plus we we want the patients to be better also. Yes. We want them to mm-hmm. get better. So we start getting impatient. Mm-hmm. So patients, I think the greatest combination for me in every aspect of my life, personally, professionally, 
every aspect of my life, uh, relationships, everything, has been this faith, patience. Mm -hmm. Having the faith like that, even if it's not the outcome that I'm expecting, is the best that can happen at the moment. Mm -hmm. And having the patience to see how things are going to develop. Like it said, you may want something to happen yesterday, but it might be something that you need to see before that happens for you. Mm -hmm. But having that, the faith doesn't let me get desperate mm -hmm. for things to happen. So faith and patience, I think for me, has been a great combination of things. But those are things that I have developed. It's not like I was like that since the beginning. And then this is a very good, with John Barnes had been a really good training for be patient because it's nothing that I can do if I do the technique right other than be centered and wait. It's mm -hmm. nothing else that I can do to make it happen faster. Mm -hmm. The best that I can do is be patient mm -hmm. and be centered. Being centered and being patient for it to happen is what is going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the best that I can do to help it happen because it's either going to make it happen because it not only depends on me, it depends on the other person as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that I can make it happen. I can do my best to help it happen. Mm -hmm. So you think patience is always virtue? Mm -hmm. It is. It is a very important thing. Not only for me as a myofascialist therapist, or also for me as a person, having patient, being patient with myself, being patient with the other person in front of me has taken me to a whole different state of mind, of life approach. Mm -hmm. Okay, you caught my attention. It's like a bing, bing, bing. You said having patient for you, yourself. I want to hear more about it because... That's to me a big theme. Yeah, we want to be better. We want to. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. We often hear the word Zen, but what exactly is Zen? The answer is as endless as a bottomless box. The base of a Zen philosophy is a mind capable of fresh thinking, one that is free, not trapped. Tune in to Let's Open the Box of Zen with your host, Hitomi, to explore how to let go of life's toughest challenges and find your Zen. Let's Open the Box of Zen Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are, at home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Welcome back to Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. Have a question for Hitomi or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. But the thing is, like, uh, we want to be here, but that's where we want to start. Like, mm -hmm. let's see. Yes, I want to be thinner. 
I don't want to go through everything that I have to do to lose that weight. I want to be thinner now, but I have to be patient with me to make it happen, to make it happen for good. Mm -hmm. I have to be patient because I, I'm going to have my lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. And probably I'm not going to feel up to every day to exercise. So I have to be patient with myself mm -hmm. and not beat myself. Everything like that. Be on track, mm -hmm. be consistent, but there might be days that I'm not going to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Same thing when I change my lifestyle with my nutrition. Maybe days that I'm going to slack a little bit with my nutrition. But if I'm patient mm -hmm. and consistent, I'm going to get to point B from mm -hmm. point A. But if I'm not patient a week later, I'm just going to quit and I'm going to sabotage myself. And probably I'm going to start looking for a plastic surgeon to do a liposuction on me. Mm. Is that the best for me? No. Did I learn anything as a person? Mm. How to spend thousands of dollars. <laughs> yes. So when I'm learning also, if I'm learning something, I cannot expect to be an expert at the second month that I'm doing this. And I'm going to make mistakes and I have to learn from my mistakes. It's a process. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not patient, I'm not going to give me myself the chance mm. to go through the process. And on top of that, it's not going to allow me to enjoy the journey, which is, I think, is the most important part. Not only getting to the goal, the goal may even change on the mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. But if I enjoy the journey, I'm enjoying my life every day. Mm -hmm. But waiting to go to mm -hmm. achieve that goal mm -hmm. to be happy. Yes. If you could get to something so quickly, it's actually not fun, right? Yes, it is not because then it's like, a, I want these glasses so bad. I want these glasses so bad. I got the glasses. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Next. Uh, next thing. Next thing. Yes. And your heart is still empty. You get it so quickly that you want next, next. Instead, you have patience and that process. For instance, like uh, kids want to buy something and start the chores. Can only get five dollars for one chore or whatever. But the, like save here, save here, and finally, and you at the same time, you are stimulating the creativity. They start thinking, let's say they like art. Okay, if I start making little pieces of art that I can sell, mm -hmm. I can get the money for that. If you live the process in a healthy way, it, it nurtures you in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. like, uh, your creativity, your patience, your appreciation, mm -hmm. your uh, self-esteem, and that security that I, I got my back. As you see yourself getting stronger, getting, being better, if I have myself, I can get where I want. Did you have any experience? You almost lost this patient and you couldn't get it like, ah, frustrated. Did you have any experience like that? I mean, of course you probably do, but anything like you overwhelmingly wanted and had to wait in your life? When I decided to become an independent worker, I used to be a full-time employee for big nationwide chain of hospitals. Mm -hmm. So I had a very good income. Mm -hmm. So it was difficult for me to make the decision to start doing my fashion list privately, having the right environment for the people. Because a patient rehab in a hospital mm. is not always the best mm -mm. environment to do my fashion list. Mm -hmm. but I started with that. 
but then the economic part started playing a big role because mm-hmm. also leaving my security, yes. taking myself out of my comfort zone and yes. then all these fears like a what if, what if. Yes, um, scary. Uh-huh. So I started doing it on the side after work on the weekends, put for myself a goal. Like mm-hmm. when I reach this goal, I'm going to resign. It took me some time. And as I was thinking already to leave the hospital, I started getting impatient to get to the number that mm-hmm. I wanted it because I wanted it to happen now. Mm-hmm. So say I had a certain number of patients and you, you as a therapist know a lot of them are committed to continue f- with mm-hmm. you forever, but some of them come and go. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, they come for a certain time. They achieve what they want. If they only have one goal and they live or mm-hmm. things happen, they mm-hmm. lose the job. Somebody yes. They oh, yeah. don't have the resources. Or, yes. Mm-hmm. So it was like every time I was getting there, like I, I will lose one. Or I will uh, lose and I always get, like I said, faith and patience. I was like, I'm not, if I told you, I was born and raised as a Catholic, but I do not practice any religion. I'm very spiritual. I have a big old faith, but I am not part of any religion. So, but I kept praying every day and and asking for guidance and trying to take the journey as what do I need to learn from this in the meantime I learned that this is going to happen all the time so Mm -hmm. I think I was learning how to deal with that but Mm -hmm. then as time passed I also started appreciating Mm. that I worked for a good company because it was a really good company I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say but it actually was my best Mm -hmm. employee life Mm-hmm. I, I work with very nice people. Mm-hmm. I built a strong relationship. So it got me to a point that I stopped focusing on that number. Mm-hmm. And I started appreciating what I had at the moment and enjoying and embracing that. Wow. And the difference that I I will do in the workplace with the patients, like those patients were not going to have access to my official lease mm-hmm. once I will leave the hospital. Mm. So I started counting blessings on mm. where I was. And then one day I was getting ready to leave to visit my daughter, my daughter. And I look at my numbers and I had passed the number of patients. Oh my God, uh-huh. I where I wanted it is now. Uh-huh. now. Yeah, when I leave for wow. the season, that's going to be my last day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you let go. I, yeah. I don't know if it it's happened. Like, it's only release. You let go. Uh-huh. Wow. Exactly. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. I'll say like a, I speak English. I speak Spanish. I speak Portuguese. And I feel, speak and feel my official list. That's how I live now. Mm-hmm. The same principles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Then when you did, like just the universe. Okay, you are ready. <laughs> that's amazing um last question who's suffering cannot let go and impatient or you can't feel the body or what's your advice how do you grow this virtue of patience as a myofascial release practitioner's view i will say don't demonize emotions Mm. because people kind of classify the emotions in good and bad and they they don't want to feel fear 
They mm. don't want to accept they feel that we feel fear. Uh, we don't want to accept that we feel anger. Mm -hmm. Those mm -hmm. are emotions. Those mm -hmm. are normal emotions. We are humans. Mm -hmm. We didn't come in a human body to act like angels. Mm -hmm. We came here as humans and we have to embrace it. Mm -hmm. And it's normal. It's normal that we feel anger. It's normal mm -hmm. that we feel fear. It's how we manage them. Mm -hmm. Do I, am I the anger? No, I'm not the anger, but I do feel anger. Yes, I do feel anger. Do I respond or react to anger? Mm -hmm. I want to respond. That's what I want to learn, how to respond well. I'm feeling anger, so I'm just going to let it be the driver of my car, mm -hmm. the anger. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to let it sit next to me and show me why I'm so angry at the moment and what is my part on it? What can I do? Mm -hmm. You, me, what can I do to make me, myself feel better? Mm -hmm. And what is the other's part? Because there is always one part there mm -hmm. and one part here. And mm -hmm. then I have control over what I can do. If mm -hmm. what I have to see is that I let people walk over me all the time. And that's why I get so angry at the moment mm -hmm. that most of my anger is with myself. Okay, I need to stand up mm -hmm. and put some boundaries here so people cannot walk over me all the time mm -hmm. or it's an abusive person and that's what I get so angry okay same thing I need to put a line here mm -hmm. you cannot cross that line mm -hmm. make it clear for the other mm -hmm. that part I can't control or I can just fight and yell and yeah and then or don't say anything and I come home and pull my hair like this happens every day but I don't do anything about it Yes. If I'm sad, I'm sad. Yes. Why I'm sad? I'm, I'm losing something. That is a normal feeling. Mm -hmm. So, and that kind of minimizes the amount of things that you fixed on your fascia. Mm -hmm. Well, to do that, you need a patience. You need so the patience to do that. Actually, you are growing patience. Maybe like meditation. Do you think meditation would help too? a lot mm -hmm. actually meditation is what brought me from point a to point b with mm -hmm. my desperation or frustration because it wasn't happening it has been like my to grow my patience and um, my faith trying to do that exercise of seeing things from a different perspective but not taking everything personal that's another part of the meditation and i've also been patient with the other people not everybody is in the same point. Not everybody sees the thing mm -hmm. the same way. You are patient with you. You are patient with the others. Is where you set the mm -hmm. perfect environment to feel and see things mm -hmm. that way. Maybe some people who's still in a state of, well, I can't do meditation. We are talking about patience and it's kind of a contradict if I say quick way to <laughs> gain the patience. But is there any short trick like you can start doing? Stop expecting. Okay. Because we expect. It's like a, we have expectations for things that we don't even know how are going to happen to us. Okay. For me, the fastest key to connect is connecting on something that I cannot control mm. or not controlling it. Like mm. a, on my breathing, trying mm. to do a normal breathing 
and focus on that. Like uh, it brings me in immediately. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like uh, focusing on the her heartbeat mm -hmm. that I cannot control it either. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. focusing on those things, like uh, something that in is inside my body mm -hmm. connects me to this. Mm -hmm. uh, if it makes sense, music is another thing that is very powerful. Mm. Like, uh, having healing music, healing rhythms, or meditation music, letting your see yourself go into mm. those, mm. like immediately it takes mm. you to a different mind mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Well, you told me interesting thing about this no reaction no no expectation that to me is like a zen zen philosophy empty emptiness like mm -hmm. mushi, we call like that that's open at the same time you have no expectations but you are open to whatever comes yes it's endless you are empty that you face for new things possibilities yes well that's my show about let's open the box of the zen yes yes mm -hmm. thank you so much where can we find your information i do have a website uh, it is holisticpt.co mm -hmm. is not dot com so i am in facebook instagram as okay. holisticpt at termont okay um the information is going to be uh, guest speaker's column if you ever interested to receive my washer release <laughs> it's mm -hmm. awesome thank you so much for sharing your time and your wonderful story about patience and of course awesome powerful healing method of myofascia release no, thank you for having me here Hito. thank you for the uh, opportunity to tell people about myofascia release and how it has changed my life and hope and change the listener's life too yeah thank you so much and yeah. see you soon i need to book <laughs> to receive my <laughs> release yeah yes we have to talk about that <laughs> yes yeah. okay and put it on the on the calendar okay thank yeah. you all right thank you so much and okay. see you soon all right thank okay. you Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Let's Open the Box of Zen with Hitomi. We hope today's episode has helped you transcend your limiting beliefs and bring Zen into your heart. Tune in next week for more helpful tips. We'll see you Zen. <laughs>